Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Neil and Kristen Baker Psychic Hour. We uh, are waiting for some calls. 914-338-0164 is the call in number. Please do press 1. Um, please do press 1 if, uh, when, if you would like to speak with us. Sorry. And also, you may follow us on Facebook and on Twitter. Those accounts are linked on our Blog Talk Radio profile. The Neil and Kristen Baker Psychic Hour, where you may follow us as well. Um, Alan, I'm sorry, I just got a breaking news alert from the New York Times. Alan Arkin died. Alan Arkin died? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not like he was, you know, spring chicken or anything, but probably. He was in his late 80s. Yeah, 89. But the um, great actor. Emerged in Russians are coming. Russians are coming. <laughs> one yeah. of my one of my all time favorite songs. Oh no, that's very funny. That's a very very strong comedy. Very I'm funny. sure it's funny. I just haven't seen it. Excellent movie. Excellent. I'm sure, it, I'm sure he was it's nominated great. for Academy Award and that Best Supporting Actor. He later started. He started in some movies, um, both dramatic and comedy. So he was far-ranging in his capabilities, but always um, just an excellent actor. He, he ultimately became a caricature of himself because he started in kind of dumb comedies, but his library of films is quite impressive and absolutely uh, far-ranging in its depth of comedy and drama. But 89 is a long life. I sure as hell don't want to live to 89. Yeah. Um, You know, lots of bad news today. The Supreme Court just ruled to not forgive student loans um, that Biden had uh, under under federal law. I believe that his um, his relief effort was legal. It was legal because of the pandemic. And Trump similarly implemented something. Some forgiveness. Some forgiveness, right, right, that was not um, shot down by the Supreme Court. But here we are now. uh, They're too busy forgiving the big corporations. That's right. Don't talk their way out of this. Exactly. Enron. And 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 now there's, you know, the colleges do not have to have diversity of color. Yeah, affirmative action struck down. 
So the Supreme Court is... You know, which is... is surprise, I'm sorry, go ahead. They are, who, you know, they're, they're, they're proving to be biased and not fair and using rhetoric and certain passages in the Constitution to justify their actions. But as far as humanity is concerned... They don't um, care. They're too busy stealing funds and going on boats and cruises, and, and th- that they're forgiven for. Well, Not to mention that some of those knuckleheads got in there after having rape, rape yeah. and sexual abuse. So, you know. I mean, I mean, yeah, that was, an, I, I was shocked that Brett Kavanaugh was, was appointed to the Supreme yeah, Court after, after, after the accusations that were made, which were, were in my viewpoint, credible well, and accurate. You know, uh, we'll, we'll just have to find a way to increase the odds that um, humanity rules over a, a lot of biased ultra-conservative. I wouldn't even call them ultra-conservative. Well, it's surprising yeah. because the diver- I mean, as we move forward in time, diversity is more accepted. And as, as society, we have become extremely diverse. And even on television and in the media, diversity is celebrated. So you see much more, um, many more uh, integrated television programs. I mean, there's more integrated advertisements, but yeah, I mean, when you get to a higher level, which ultimately leads to civil unrest, uh, the guy just threw a firecracker into a parade that had, um, uh, they were celebrating Pride Week, and he threw a firecracker in there and ran away on his bike. Um, it, it's uh, you know we we, we have we just we just live in a um, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> this guy threw a firework into a private event. Oh God! Led on a gas-powered bicycle. I'm only hearing like every you know like every third or fourth word when I stepped over to oh. eat my coffee. So I was like firework. What? what? You know. Um, and the banning of books and uh, it, it, well, you know, it, it, they haven't won yet, and and they won't as long as there are people that are on the side of human decency and compassionate enough to embrace all of our citizens and people who are trying to escape oppression. Um, so it becomes a matter of. Of really bringing into focus the aspect of what humanity needs on our planet, from the rules and regulations and the rules of the Constitution and exceptions that are made to deviate from what the full intent of that Constitution really, really implies. Uh, I'm but, just trying to quickly scan this article to see if there's anything that can be done. Ah. No, and, and, and because of this, the universities will, will ultimately, um, they worry because they, their admissions are going to go down. 
And so, you know, it's eroding education. And it's just, it just, but the U.S. Supreme Court, of course, um, they've done nothing but actually intensify the angst among higher educational uh, faculties. And it's, again, they're using the idea of diversity, but excluding the idea of the underprivileged and people of minorities who, who are now victims of diversity by saying, well, you know, we can't separate. We can't give exceptions. But yet it's done all the time. So this is, and I'm sorry, I don't mean to be, uh, so uh, I, I, I'm, I'm reading and thinking, (laughs) well, no, you're talking, but I, you know, I'm just bringing this back to kind of the physical level. For those of you who had student loans that are not going to be forgiven, the good news is, and they explain it on the U.S. Department of Education website, is the income-driven repayment plan that's separate from the debt cancellation plan. That could take effect soon. The legal, they're saying legal challenges to this plan are possible as well. But what, for those in the middle of counting 20 or 25 years, the education is adjusting the credits that millions of people have earned toward debt cancellation. So if you're ever in forbearance, or deferment, you could benefit by having additional months or years count toward the total use of qualifying payments. Now, this is the thing. If you had your student loan borrower or lender change due to no fault of your own, this is how it was before. Your whole loan got reset, your repayment credits, which is absurd because oftentimes the borrower has no control yeah. of it. I've had my loan servicer change. I have a student loan changed five different times and it was never my decision to change that. Now, how fair is that? You know, after making payments for many years and then, you know, it's reset. Well, the, the matter it's goes corrupt. Deeper. It's corruption. Uh, I'm just not, the matter goes deeper because the ruling is likely to reduce the black and the were you, you talking know, about the affirmative action, or are you talking about the... Well, they're both. all tied in, because now the universities are going to suffer. The black and Latino missions will probably decline, which could lead to more frustration and despair and, and, and crime. And, you know, giving people an opportunity to further their education and be active and productive citizens of our country has gone down the drain. Well, yeah. Now we're just saying, no, you're, you're not going, you can't afford university. We're not going to help you out. So why don't you go rob a bank? Yeah, and I think in, 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 the, in terms of first world education, we're one of the worst as far as helping our, our young people get education. Most countries, education doesn't cost, you know, t- tens tens of hundreds of thousands of dollars, people can get an education and they're not going to go into debt over it. So it's a shame that it has to be that way. Well, it discourages know, we people from... live in a very from, tough world. It's, but this is the United States. You would think the United yeah. States. I think, I don't know, I, I, can't, I can't say if 
I, I can't say for certain what countries, what countries, um, well, we have a freckled history that are, where you know, we're not, you know, the land of liberty and justice. I think it's free in Great Britain. Bring in your weary and, you know, we're, we're, we're just freckled. We're not, there's an a glossy surface to our history. Yeah. It's in the 1960s, England removed tuition fees for citizens who were full-time students. So, I mean, you know, in England, you didn't go to school for free. You don't have socialized medicine, too, which, you know. Well, they say that it has its problems. I mean, you know, it can be great and it can be terrible. Um, Canada has socialized medicine, but there are a lot of problems from what I understand with the socialized medicine. Actually, let me open the chat. Speaking of Canada... Who knows if we'll have anyone in chat, but um, perhaps that person that joins us in chat can chime in about Canada's health care. Anyway, this is not a political program. No. Oh, it's no longer free in... uh, It's no longer free in England. It must have stopped sometime in the... What, education? Um, yeah, um, until 1998, it was free. So now they charge. Well, they stop socialize. Anyone can see a doctor. I know. Um, I know, and you can get um, your coding off the shelf, you know, low dose. You know, existence is, it's, it's uh, existence is a real struggle. It, it's a struggle for people who are individuals who are just struggling to get through life. It's a struggling on a world planet. It, existence is not a privilege. It's a struggle. Well, it's not a struggle for everyone. There's many that are, uh, well, you know, I mean, they there are people that are, you know, very wealthy, but then they struggle with health conditions or, you know, relationship problems. So existence, I understand what you're saying. Even, even the speaking, wealthiest I mean, people to, to, can have... To, Experience problems with the idea of leisure, free of any kind of struggle. Yeah, you might be able to put it in the palm of your hand, but in most cases, even the privileged, even the high-end people, if they don't need to struggle, they sometimes create their own struggle and problems, whether it's through drugs or infidelities or some sort of corruption in business or what, you know, bad marriage. I mean, we we have our problems on this planet, and existence is something that we really need to uh, reconsider in terms of the pursuit of happiness, which is oftentimes blocked by the downward fall of, of circumstances. And it becomes a struggle. I know on our show, we don't usually get caught, even on our little kid show. We don't usually get calls when people just say, life is beautiful. I have no problems. I'm just calling to let you know. Usually there's problems. And and for the most part, my experience has been, no matter what we talk about as a subject, our callers <laughs> yeah, usually individualize there is, there the conversation the... into their own, which is fine, because that's what we're here for. But if you're looking for a great discussion on chat line or whatever that thing, 
chat house. What? Um, whatever your chat room or whatever you go to. Oh, the chat room? No yeah. one ever goes to our chat room. It's just me. Well, in that case, yes, but it's actually. That's why in our chat room we pipe in the sounds of silence. It's June. It's June 30th. So, getting into uh, getting you know getting into the other ideas of what is going on on this great planet of ours. And now the seals are suffering because they've got algae, there's algae-sickened mammals, and they're dying by the hundreds. And it's just a shame. Yeah. These creatures. I've been reading about that. Now that's maybe climate-induced <laughs> algae, but they say it's 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 been a it's been a condition of nature. But they're dying by the hundreds, and and that's that's something I think we need to put our furrows out too. Uh, because it's it's just a shame that these animals are um, suffering like this. Like from all the animals on the planet, whether they're wild or whether they're uh, domesticated or strays. Yeah, it's it really, we, really we terrible. To, we have to really think. <sighs> we spend time helping. Our our show is to help people. We don't help the animals on the show. We help animals in our private portions of our lives, but the show is meant for people, so we balance our concerns and our good intention for the planet in both ways. Um, and God knows, we, hopefully we've hoped a lot of people. I hope so. We've had a little chatter join us, so I asked, said, speaking of the chatter, who's an obnoxious, I said, I told her to uh, comment about uh, about socialized medicine in Canada and whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. But anyway, yes, we do we do help animals in our spare time. You know, obviously, if we weren't doing the the work of helping humans uh, get through their lives and their struggles, we would spend more time dedicated to um, helping animals, obviously. But in our small community neighborhood. We are kind of the stewards of the creatures. So, you know, I mean, it's um, it's amazing that uh, we have to have such diversity uh, on this planet. I mean, we do, but we have to sometimes step out of our own little world and think worldly think about the suffering that's going on and and how we can make things a little bit better by contributing either donations or or support or writing letters or um, participating actively in 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 an affair that is meant for the welfare of living animals and living people and because the world needs the world needs human effort. Well, do you think, I mean, then you think about these people who live in villages that are very, very primitive and, and um, they don't have television and radio and it's, it, you know, they're, they're tending to the flocks of animals that they keep and 
you know, it's it's a much different world for them, and they don't have a lot of consciousness of the outside world, the developed world. And you wonder, gosh, would life be better living like that? And I'm not talking about people that are absolutely in poverty either. I mean, you know, they're surviving, and, you know, they're in their community. Obviously, you know, each there, there are many many different ways that can, you know, can't speak, many, many examples of, of those types of communities across the world. But it would be interesting to live like that and, you know, see, I, 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 I imagine that people are happier in that well, remote tribal situation, you know, remote tribes, there's encroachment, there's all kinds of problems going on with rivers and lakes and their natural habitat. I'm not only talking about tribes, though. I'm not, I mean, in the, in the, in the traditional sense, you know. Well, I mean, you know, I'm not talking about people with spears and, you know. Existence is still a struggle. I mean, we, in, in order to exist, you have to survive. Okay. And, and that brings up the whole idea of how we organize and, and maintain our world. So that's a little bit easier than adding more confusion and obstacle to the, to the hardship of making a life work from the ground up. Okay, let's bring on Jennifer because... Hi. Hi there. I am uh, reporting from north of you. Uh, uh, you're what? I'm reporting, reporting north, north of you. <laughs> she's she's our uh, correspondent from Canada. <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking about the shame of what the Supreme Court just did here in um, in the United States, actually on two levels. Affirmative action is now dead so um, there's going to be no uh, no consideration for people that are of color you know over a privileged white person to get into college and then they struck down Biden's loan forgiveness program today so um, we got on the topic of socialized health care and college too. I don't know, you know, what, what college is like. Is it free there? Well, it's, it's as someone with three, well, one going in and um, another, the one in chiropractic school, that's pretty expensive. So that's not subsidized, but I'm finding that with my middle one who's going into his second year, there is a, there are a lot of if you apply for them, like bursaries and that sort of thing. So, and it's way less, like say if you go out of state, I looked into say going to the University of Michigan for one of them. Okay, and it was yeah. like $40,000 $40, a year. A year. But you have to consider that American wages, when you're on the doing the same job in the States as you are in Canada, um, you make double as much money like double the money, but you're also paying for your health care. Well, and you pay for taxes. I mean, it's not cheap. Everything is taxed. Property tax, sales tax, income tax, everything is taxed. So a lot of tax. Oh, yeah. So, and that's so, like a, 
That's what funds yeah. the healthcare. But it, it's your healthcare is way more expensive than ours is because it's all. It, it feels like your healthcare is a, an insurance scam, and your insurance lobbyists have gone to the government and said, "Oh yeah, no, no, you know, you don't want to privatize it because because they're going to lose out on money." So, but here, it, it, your healthcare is way better. Having had experiences in your side and our side, our Ours is ridiculous. That, you go to the that, emergency that and you're there forever. Yeah, but you're here for you're here forever in emergency too. I mean, depending on whether you're going to an urban hospital or or a suburban hospital. I mean, in an urban hospital, obviously, the wait can be much longer because you've got so much so many more people. But in even a suburb, you know, an emergency room wait can be hours and hours. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to use an example. So yeah, please do. There, there's, a, there's a, a security guard from work. She wasn't feeling well, wasn't feeling well, goes to the doctor. The doc, doctor said, I uh, can't look after you. This is beyond. You, you need way more help than I can help you. Go to the emergency room. She goes to the emergency room at noon on a Sunday. They don't look at her until 11.30 on the Sunday night. Oh, well, no, they don't even take her to the back where she can be looked like at triage. at 11.30. Like the triage. Yeah, like they triage. Don't... So, yeah, that's 11 and a half hours. Then she sits back there for another four hours, like it's 1.32 a.m. when they finally tell her, your appendix has burst, <sighs> you know. And now they're like, okay, we can operate. You need an emergency surgery. We, you can operate on it. We can operate on it now. But if you wait until 7 a.m., um, the whole you know, everybody will be in and it'll be better. It'll be more fully staffed and it'll be better to do at that time. So you, she's exactly. having, a, you know, bleeding internally. Right. <laughs> and right. risking and life. so now sepsis is set in. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. You know, had it been done at noon, you know, when she went in, you know, probably she wouldn't have had sepsis. It would have been, you know. So she sepsis, had sepsis. But, that's very dangerous. Very dangerous. Like I mean, very you know, dangerous. definitely ill. Yeah. Life threatening. Yeah. But that that's how our that's an example of how our medical system works here. What about like a regular I mean, your relationship with your family physician? I mean, are those visits charged or are they I mean, No, no, that's free. Yeah. In so a, when I was free. in Alberta, that was every time you went to the doctor it was twenty dollars. Which I didn't mind. It was a user fee because it dissuades people from just going for a little time. Thing. Yeah. 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 And it, it, gives, it makes your doctor the, you know, it's a value, like it's an exchange of energy. Um, but my, I've got a great relationship with my doctor, but I don't want to go to the doctor anymore. Plus, what they're doing is somehow behind the scenes, they're getting rid of the uh, homeopath. They don't want any um, treatments that aren't based on phar- pharmaceuticals anymore because they want so to have the control of what the people are taking. So at one time, you that homeopathic treatment was free as well? No, it, you always had to pay for it. But, oh, you always uh, did have to pay. But, you know, that's a lot of people don't want to be on a bunch of pharmaceuticals, and I'm one of those people. Um, but they're trying to outlaw it because they, they don't have enough control over it. So now the, the homeopaths are like, oh, you know, what's going to happen to us? And even though you had to pay for it yourself, people were still going that route, but now they, they don't even want to allow you the option of being able to go to a homeopath. 
that's terrible. That's frightening. Well, I know that there is a movement, and it, gosh, I mean, it's been for years I've known about this, but the FDA, I think, wants more control over supplements in the United mm. States. So yeah. what may be available now may not be available later because of their threat to pharmaceutical industry. I think that is what it stems from. So, uh, you know, there's corruption everywhere. Yeah, but how, but how, what do we do? Like, we're not, we're, we're so placid here that we don't do anything about it. Because so anytime time someone speaks up, they get shot yeah. down, called conspiracy theorists, called this. You, it's a bunch of name-calling yeah. that goes on. So it's like no one wants to put themselves out there because of the rhetoric and the propaganda that's being pushed down our throats and you, the mainstream media. Like anything they say, I just believe the opposite. You don't, you don't pay for insurance then. You don't pay for insurance. You can go to the doctor. It doesn't yeah. cost anything. Right. What about when you have a surgery? Surgery is entirely free. The only time you would free. pay is if you wanted a private room to recover in. Wow. Yeah. But so you're our, like our, pocket free, our, 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 our prescriptions aren't free. Um, so if I have to, if I'm diabetic and I have to take insulin or whatever, I have to pay for that. And is that really expensive there? I mean, is it the same as the United States? Or do you, can you get prescription can you, you can you buy a plan there to cover medication? Uh, yeah, yeah, you can get like the blue whatever thing, Blue Cross or whatever it is you guys have. You can do yeah. that, um, but at the same time, like insurance company, if you've got a pre-existing, same as you, you know, how much is it going to cost you if you're diabetic? So yeah. Oh well, that's interesting. Interesting to hear perspective from the other yeah, side. Yeah, you still of go. You pay to go to the eye doctor. Fun, you pay to go to the dentist. Um, you pay for your prescriptions, but uh, a regular checkup um, or uh, surgery or that sort of thing, that's free. Dentists are expensive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you have dental problems, good luck. Okay. Have you heard anything from your friend that crossed over? Um, the one that I spoke to the morning she died? Uh, not Subsequently, not since we are we last talked. I got to open my book no. here. No, it's not since she was smoking that uh, was a bug smoking that cigarette on my hand. I haven't heard from her, but she's probably busy. Some hookah bar. Yeah, that's right. Well, there's there have been a lot of people like there's one of her guy friends passed a few years ago. So he was really young too. So he was probably 43, 44 in some weird like car accident and by himself, they didn't find his body until two days later. But I guess there'd been internal bleeding and it was just a very strange situation. So he's probably over there with her too. Maybe. I mean, maybe. Do you have his birth date? No, I only have his name. What's his name? His name was Jeff, but he went by Jethro. I was getting a J. I should have. Yeah, say it before you ask. (laughs) I know, I know. I was going to say a J name. I was going to say a J name. I don't know if it would have been Jeff 
I was I was thinking Jess. Jess. Well, Jeff Jethro would be. That's what they called him, but his name was Jeff. Oh, interesting. He, so he was yeah. owned by Jethro. Okay. She's four thirty seventy. Four thirty seventy. Yeah. Well, let's see if we can connect. I mean, well, obviously, a connection's been made because I was getting a, something remotely close to his name. Well, you probably don't know too many details about his life, right? I, I really don't know, yeah. Well, yeah. I know some. Like, I, I can confirm what I know, but I... Okay. Um, did he have brothers? I feel like he did have a brother. I feel like he did have a brother. I think there was I'm picking, one. I'm picking up a brother. I'm picking up brothers, but I, 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 you're saying one brother. I, I think. I, you know what? I, I think there was definitely a one. So. Okay. And he died in an accident where they didn't find his body until two days later. Well, he didn't die in an accident. Okay, wait. wait. Repeat the whole thing again because, I don't know, Neil needs to hear it. He had an accident. He had an accident. He had had two car accidents in a month. Didn't go to the doctor. So it may have just been something to do with the accident. So you don't even really know why he died. And he was no, like 43 I, years old. Well, around there, yeah, I can't. I think. Around 43. Which is the first two numbers. Yeah, first, so you're connected with him. To some extent. Yeah. Um, you know, the idea that uh, what, when, when typically, uh, Jennifer, in, for the most part, car accidents, when they're somewhat devastating, a result of past life karma and war. And, and a war. So when you have a past life karma and a war, and you're not actually in a war or in a battle or overseas or whatever it may be, the energy finds it, its way into the battlefield of the uh, freeways and car lanes. And so a lot of people who die in um, major car accidents are from past life uh Errors of of crime. crime. It's a lot like jolting. Um, you know, the cars. I mean, when you think about it, when we drive, we're two feet you away mean, from head-on collision. You mean jolting? Jolting. But um, I have a question. Sorry, not a question, but just a comment. So, I mean, past life war crimes, people that die in car accidents, but people that are in car accidents and are seriously injured, that's past life war crimes. A lot too. of that is is past life. So if now if if you're suggesting or assuming that maybe his death was a result of something he neglected to look at from a car accident, we'd have to say that that the the immediacy of the car crash didn't kill him. So a lot of times in battle, people linger in death, or they are they. Um, suffer for a long time thereafter and ultimately it's because of the incident in war that finally brings them to an end. If in a past life Jeff made an error in war whereby he promoted the idea that 
we got to kill these people. Karma was going to be presented to him in lifetimes thereafter to pay off for those energies. He said he was in a couple of accidents. So in that regard, it, it may be due to the chemistry and the dynamics of his former uh, trespassing in war that resulted in this other zone of energy. Now, he does say, I don't know, you're in Canada right now, uh, but just from my own personal uh, viewpoint, are there major clouds in the sky right now, or is the oh, sky sort of cloud-free? I bet it's smoky. Um, yesterday was very smoky. Um, let me just look out the back. It didn't seem too bad this morning when I went out, but um, there's definitely a little bit of a haze, but it's not as bad as it was yesterday. Well, I'm, I'm more clouds. discussing clouds. Are there any clouds in the sky? Oh, clouds. All right, let me look. Um, no, it, it's all one cloud because it's hazy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, actually, if I look out that behind me, um, I can see actually the outline of some actual clouds. You can see a line of clouds? Yeah, that's actually hazy. It's actually. It's Doggy. Actually, it's actually, oh, what a sweetheart. It's actually what? Um, the cloud. Actually, the only cloud that I can see is kind of in the direction of where he used to live, like above where his house was. Yeah. Interesting. Well, yeah. the only, uh, the, the, the sort of um, crude conversation I'm having with Jeff, if we can call it that. <laughs> what are you talking about? That, uh, <laughs> he's, he's presenting his presence by alluding to that cloud over his property or in the direction of property which means that in crossing over, he's probably earthbound. Yeah. But on the astral plane. Can so, you, um, if, because, it, was it an accident or was he? No, no, he said it was deliberate. In other words, when he crossed over, the rules that he received was that he prompted his own death. But I'm not maybe not by his own hand directly, but but it was karma, you're saying, that he was. died at Benning couldn't have he, he, the the road was for him not to it wasn't he wouldn't have gotten help well, for it because it was karmic. Death, prompting his own death could have been extended from the karma of a past life. So he actually prompts his own death because that's his destiny to do that. On the other hand he may have also extended that prompting by neglecting to go to the doctor. And, and that might be where he resigned himself subconsciously That's that he didn't, he wanted to fulfill his quote destiny. But what he tells uh, me now is that he's in the midst of a, of a, of a, cloud. he's being <laughs> evaluated on a judgmental level in terms of his soul. So his soul is being, I would say his soul is being, committed to some form of judgment as to what his next incarnation is going to be. Um, he says something, I mean, he's talking in vague, wild terms. It, it, it sounds like he's cremated, but I, 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 I can't quite get what his added, it's almost like a broken up language, but I'm here, I, I thought I heard that. I don't know if you're aware of that. 
Um, I was at the funeral, but I I don't remember. Yeah, I mean, sometimes they cremate after the funeral. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so there, that that could be, and I'm not even sure if that's what I'm hearing. So even if he was, I I still would say I don't even know if I, that's what I heard. It's a coincidence he was, but he's talking about about that. Um, well, you were at the funeral, so that's always a, a plus for a soul that you attended, that you cared enough to attend. But I would say that he is um, he's in the direction of where that cloud is. So he's probably a little bit earthbound. And if he died in his sleep at his home, um, that could be within the range of where his soul is restricted to sort of be for a while. So he, 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 didn't die, he didn't die in his sleep, um, in his bed. He died in his kitchen. But at, at Wait, his house. At his house, at his house. Yeah, yeah he, that's what I mean. If he, well, that's what I mean. He wasn't if he died sleep. in his home, right. and that's where the cloud was, in the direction of his home, what I'm mm-hmm. suggesting is that he's sort of earthbound in that area. Okay, all right. You know, he, he didn't die 100 miles away, you know? No. I mean, it's not all the time that a soul that goes and is earthbound is restricted to a specific area um, of physical space. So in this case, what you're saying is you're perceiving him being limited. In he's not, he's not, you know, Floating around to you know yeah. Canada. I mean, I'm sorry, I Canada, France. A, I don't think his soul is so far ranging that he could come and visit you through the soul. I think he's restricted now to a certain area. And now we're talking about a parallel universe in terms of the astral field of that area. Yeah, he's sort, of, he's sort of there, and he could be remaining there for a while. He could be there another thirty years. They, but you have to imagine he's not in like he's not like sitting in his house. He's in the astral vicinity of that realm, and so that's where he's he is right now. But as far as him suffering or you know having hellish conditions, no, it's a matter of waiting. Souls in waiting. You know they say angels in waiting. That silly remark. Angels don't wait. But souls do. Um, I'm getting something about Jello, which is really strange. I don't know. I mean, and you didn't know him very well. Jello. You know, Jello. Yeah. Jello, like Jello, like a you know Jello in a cup, Jello in a mold. You know, they serve him that kind of you know family picnics or you know. Anything you can tell us about your experience with Jello? Well, I like Jello because I, I feel like it's good for your nails. But um, I feel like you know maybe he liked to drink a lot, so maybe there were Jello shots. It it, it doesn't yeah. really it doesn't doesn't jump out at me though. So I'm no, well, but I mean, well, see, we're trying to read somebody who she doesn't have a lot of information on. No, what's happening with Jello is that it is a, is a code word. 
The code word is J-E, J-E for Jeff, J-E for Jello. So you have to form the word into a numerical value. Uh, Jeff comes to nine and Jello comes to uh, two. Really? So that becomes a 29-11-2. So what he's saying in the, in the attitude of Jello and Jello's. I'm getting Jeff, eighteen nine from Jello. Why? Eighteen nine. One from five Jell-O, three three six. Jeff is a two. Oh, so Jeff is a two. With, you Jeff, said the reverse, though, Neil. Um, you said the it reverse. Doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't, matter. It doesn't so, matter. I just was like, what? Uh, okay. So when you. One five. Um, six six. So when you t- uh, combine the two and you get a twenty nine eleven two. And then you take the formation of Jello. Well, Jello itself is actually an animal product because it's made from the hosts of horses. Jeff is eighteen nine. J E F F. Yeah, they're both eighteen nine. No. Yeah, Jeff is oh, one yeah. five oh, six wait, six. 18, 18, so let's just be clear. 12, so uh, Jeff 12, and Jello. 18, so let's reanalyze <laughs> because eighteen. That's even this stronger case. Yeah. Because they match yeah. Jeff and Jello. I didn't know that. That they, they, they yeah, match. Right, you added it up wrong. But I mean, when I said Jello, when I said Jello, I had no idea what the numerical um, arrangement of Jello was because I wasn't adding it up. I just got Jello. But in fact, Jeff and Jello are both eighteen nines. Yeah. So, so that's even stronger. But. The, but the jello, like I'm saying, it, it's taken from the hooks of horses. Um, they use, also use pigs. The pigs, yeah, know, gelatin. Yeah. So we even stopped eating jello, you know, thinking it was vegetarian. Well, neither we, are marshmallows. Mar- yeah, yeah, you got to get well, and gummy bears, yeah. which yeah, I'm sometimes strict, guilty. Um, I have to be But that's besides the point. The, the gummy bears is that. Um, did he in the funeral? Did they mention any animals he left behind? Did they mention any animals? Yeah. Um, I don't. He. I don't think he had any pets. No. Well, I mean, the, the attitude of why he used Jello. I mean, I'm assuming that Chris is picking up something. I just want to turn it into a numerical value. See what I was somewhat getting from it. Would you drink Jello shots, Jennifer? Yeah. You, so you would be someone to drink Jello shots. I mean, I don't think I think I've maybe had them once or twice, but never consistently. No. I'm a little yeah. more sophisticated. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> you know, I think I think the purpose of this is that. We're, we're considering that Jeff's soul is somewhere near the location of his home. He's sending signals in the reading to you, probably thanking you for attending the funeral, and sending along with that a little note that, yeah, I'm in sort of judgment phase, mm. but I'm okay. Judgment phase meaning, where does my soul go next? Does it go back to the earth? Or do I work this out on some sort of astral plane? I don't know that answer. But I would assume that that would fit snugly into a into an evaluation of where he is now. 
Okay. No, no, awesome. I'll find out because um, I actually might even take the dog for a walk by his house and just see if there's, you know, anything I can pick up around there. Yeah, maybe the dog uh, the dog was barking. Oh, how far away from So maybe from he wants home. to connect. Oh, like maybe a block and a half, maybe two blocks from where I live. Wow. Oh. That's yeah. even more intense. Yeah. Um, that that you, well you 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 could you know a uh, long time ago I went over to um, oh who's the guy Phil Hartman now yeah. he he was killed violently in his home and I went there to feel the energy around his home um, I've also gone around there's a place called Suicide Bridge where I was on the bridge. After having committed suicide, the souls were still sort of attached to the bridge. Um, I went, I went to Phil Hartman's home and sort of investigated around the premises. The, the idea of locked in their home. I we just did a reading and a person died in their home and someone was wondering if the soul was still there because they just bought the home and, and the soul wasn't there anymore. So it's a, it's a, you know give or take situation where their souls linger around their home. I think Jeff is lingering around his home. I think he's somewhere in there. If what what if you went there, you see what Jeff would have to do is he'd have to manifest enough energy to create something for you to see, whether it's a mist or a spirit or something moving. He'd have to create that energy Otherwise, oh, you might get a sense like a chill down your back or your, your imagination may go wild and you'll think you're feeling or something. But it's worth a try. A block and a half isn't far. Do Ooh, I think he's oh. there? Taking a walk. There. She's taking a yeah. walk. So now you have something to report back Jennifer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. So, that's, if I set no, that... Just given that we're in the season of summer, just don't walk like a man while you're over there. Oh, the four seasons. I got it. I was, I, I, I didn't understand, but now I understand. Yeah. Walk like a man. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wait, wait, like oh. Yeah. But you know, whatever season it is, she could walk like a man because there are four. Yeah. The only thing he says, the only thing he says to you, uh, Jennifer, out of the Jennifer blue, out of the blue, the only thing he says to you is the word yo-yo. I don't know what he means. I just shared it because he said it. We have Jello, yo-yo, brother, yeah, and well, you know, my un. So if anything out of the ordinary comes up with a yo-yo, no matter what it may be, that might apply. I don't know why okay. he had one brother. His birth date was December 5th, 1973, and he died September 17th, 2017. So he was it's 40. I was right. Yeah. So he's the same birthday as Dion. <laughs> his birthday is what? Same as Dion. December 5th is his birthday? Yeah. That's Dion. And so he's compounded, 28101, which, you know, this again, tribal. So... You know, Dion didn't know this guy, but both you and Dion called the show. 
And then here we have this person that passed several years ago with the same birth date as Dion, which is kind of weird. And when did he die? What was the death date again? It was, I uh, died September 17th, 2017. God. Oh, he's been dead a while. Yeah. Six so years. that's a repeat of 17. 17, 17, 10, 17. Yeah, and 17, 9, 17, and 17. Nine. So it's another 9. Which adds up, to, I mean, together. It's so it's another 9. Well, it's interesting. There's a little bit of... Yeah, because of the jello, the jeff, there. and the 9. Yeah. So we've uh, we have another caller. I guess we need okay, to take so a we'll caller. Take real quick. Okay, well, do some investigating, Jennifer. I will. Jello and yo-yo. Okay, bye. Yeah, take a walk. Bye. You know, my car accident many times on the radio show. So you know, the thing about the war crimes is. It's like he had crimes, and I mean, picturing myself on the battlefield. <laughs> That's. Uh, oh, I can. You, I see you in the trenches putting on makeup. <laughs> that was my crime. Yeah. <laughs> and especially said, back then, your, men, you, you know, putting on out makeup. There in the, out of the trenches, you went in a minute. Well, real quick, I just want to say something about the war crime thing. I mean, you know, people, men are drafted into war, and it's like, you know, what can, what could they, we're going to get to the caller, what can they do? What can they do about getting drafted into war and having to kill other people? Obviously, that's going to produce karma, and whatever reason they get drafted into war could be karmic. So I understand all that. But it just seems so unfair. Well, and then, uh, you know, obviously the conduct, if you're, a, you know, had more power in a military position and 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 executed orders to, you know, well, attack. I knew a pacifist that was drafted. I actually knew a pacifist that was drafted. And he went through the motions, but every time he fired some, at somebody, he went bang, bang, bang. <laughs> he didn't really shoot the gun. Yeah, well. I guess that's a good way to avoid. Okay, we have to take this call real quick because we're supposed to close five minutes prior to the ending today. Hi. Hi, Christian. Hi, Neil. How are you? This is Jackie. Yeah, Jackie. Hi. One five sixty. You're at twenty seven nine. Also, there's nine. Sixty. Yes. Sixty. What? Five. Five. Okay. <clears throat> okay, Jackie. Lay it on us. What's up? It was a roller coaster year for me. I did move to another school, closer to home. My husband had a stroke last year this time and has been on the mend. I just want to know, is there a break in sight between work and just trying to move forward? Another school. A stroke. Wait. She moved to another school. She moved to another school. We knew this. So she changed school. I actually moved to a school right around the corner from my house. It's a better neighborhood, right. but it was just as toxic. And I mean, I want to remain close to home because I have to, you know, stay on the lookout for my husband with his medical and stuff. But I also, you know, just want to know how to move forward. Okay, so you you, you know you have a repeat of one and five. You have your first two numbers and you have the first and last. Not to mention you have a 65, which is an 11. So your troubles are sort of impounded in your in your own birthday code. The good thing about your energy, though, is that you're 
your second number in your birthday is repeated in the last number of your year. Now, that's a good sign because what we're looking at is that that move to the other school is going to entertain the idea and entry the idea that you're going to a different phase of energy. But did I hear her say that the school that she's at now is also toxic? Did you say that? It, or it's, it's like a little small microscope, and it, it's, it's a small, like I'm the big fish in a little pond, and I really don't want to be the big fish. I'm trying to quiet my life down so I can focus and physically move to the other house. Everything is in the same neighborhood now. But you have people who've been there for like 20 and 30 years. and Yeah. So you're coming into you a new environment to... where people are clicky and they've got their little yes. group. So, yeah, well, it's I mean. It's a temporary situation. You know, you're going through a phase. You're going through a change. You have to go through this change because it's a karmic uh, journey you're on. Okay. Does, does, will your life change from this point? To a better situation, I think it will. I'm telling you what I'm thinking is coming up. When? Okay. I don't know. I mean, if I want to throw the ball, I might hit April. There might be something going on in April. That long away when you look at life. You know, it's not tomorrow, but it's, it's within a breath of time that you could maybe put up with. But I would say to you that, that if nothing occurs between now and April, to look at April as a change in the energy. And really quickly, what's your husband's birthday? Real quick. 4-5-1962. Well, there's April. And you guys are born on the same day, 5-9-19. Yeah. So that's the validation if you want to say. You guys are he's so, he's, you guys, he's so frustrated right now because he hasn't been to provide and the breadwinner, and he's waiting for his long-term disability because they said he can't go back to work, even though you know he's moving around and stuff. And I'm, oh, I'm just no, trying to keep don't. him encouraged. No, no, don't worry about it. I think the April corresponding to his month, without knowing it beforehand, I think mm-hmm. that's a good sign that we will perhaps see things change around that time. Yeah, yeah. Is he in physical therapy and that kind of thing? He did it last year. Uh-huh. So, so now he's, he, he he's, does the gym. He tries to move around. He just he actually just good. got an epidural yesterday for like back pain, but yeah. he moves around and stuff. Um, we're just waiting on his benefits. He's never collected, and it's, it's almost a year now before they even yeah, have so, it. Okay, we'll put out. We got to get going, but we'll put out energy that is that that all this is resolved before or by April. Yeah, and call earlier. You always call at the end of the show, so we're rushing through your I know, meeting. I know. You call, I know. I know, but you're probably on your lunch hour. I know it's difficult. That's no. I just got out of work. I just, I just, this happened to log on. But thank you anyway. I see. I, I see. And then Yeah. So sounds good. We'll be. Okay. Thank you. Okay. All right. We're back at our regular time Wednesday and. Friday, 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. She's going to want to go in. Hold on. Just.